Welcome to the SMB Community Podcast, produced by the Small Biz Thoughts Technology Community, with your hosts, Amy Babinchek, James Kernan, and Carl Polichuk. We're dedicated to making every IT professional a successful IT professional. All right, welcome everybody. This is James Kernan with Kernan Consulting, and welcome to the SMB Community Podcast. Uh, today, very excited. I've got two special guests from ID Agent, uh, both Natasha Boyko and Matt Solomon. Hey, guys, how you doing? Hey, doing well. Yeah, doing great. Thanks for having us, James. You bet. You're doubling up on us here, so uh, I appreciate it. <laughs> good, uh, good to have you on the program. So um, let me let me maybe start, Matt. You know, you and I know each other pretty well. Natasha, maybe we'll start with you. Um, tell me a little bit more about your your background and and how long you've been with ID Agent. Sure. Um, so my background is actually in education technology. So working for um, companies that developed platforms to build online um, graduate programs. Then I transitioned over to ID Agent. I guess. Um, three years ago now, um, was one of the kind of first handful of employees, um, worked on the partner relations side and then moved to sales and then business development and now back to partner relations. So um, hopping around a little bit, but it's been really exciting to see just how quickly and, and exciting the growth has been starting with a handful of partners and now, you know, supporting thousands of partners. Yeah, that's awesome. And, and Matt, I know that you've been there for a long time. You were one of the original employees, correct? Yeah, first employee. Um, I actually worked uh, with Kevin Lancaster, our CEO, on his, uh, he had another business and still owns that business, but uh, they did government consulting and advisory services. He came up with this concept and uh, he asked me to jump ship over and I didn't know what, I didn't know anything about it. And I knew it was a huge, it felt like a huge risk at the time, um, <laughs> but obviously the best decision I've ever made. And uh you know, it's funny even thinking about Natasha starting. I mean, she was our first channel success manager. When I don't think we knew what a channel success manager was. And probably that was more just dealing at that time with onboarding and billing. Like that's that's what, yeah. what we defined it as. Yeah, absolutely. It was funny because Matt, like obviously everything happened so quickly in the beginning and all of a sudden there were, you know, I think when I started maybe 200, 300 partners and our CMO called me because we were friends from a just another kind of, area of life. And she was like, Hey, I've got this company, not really sure it's going to happen, but we've got all these partners and we have no way of supporting them <laughs> and start making phone calls. And I was like, sure. I had no idea what the dark web was, what any of this was, but I was like, sure, I'll give them a call. So yeah, that said, it started out in a very, just do everything that we can to make sure the partners are having success and just grew from there. Yeah. That's exciting. So let, let's talk about, because this is unique in the industry. I mean, you, you hear of a lot of good success stories like ID Agent, but it, that doesn't happen to everybody. And, you know, your explosive growth. I mean, fortunately for me, I've, I've been in the industry a long time and I worked with several, uh, you know, technology firms that exploded in growth. I had a successful exit and just kind of stumbled into coaching and consulting, you know, and again, that, that doesn't happen. So what, what, what do you think was key contributing factors of your explosive growth like you've had? Wow, <laughs> there's a lot of things. Um, I mean, obviously Kevin came up with a really great concept, a very, you know, no one had even heard of dark web monitoring in the MSP space. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, so there's always gonna be a little bit of luck, right? I mean, it was like the right time, the right market. Um, you know, it's these little decisions that we made along the way. I mean, I can remember 
I mean, originally the, the prospecting tool, which is one of the biggest reasons we took off in the space, you know, yeah. the ability to run a, a credential uh, or domain and, and pull up somebody's 100 most recent credential exposures to have these conversations. I mean, Kevin lost like nights of sleep deciding whether he was ever going to let an MSP do a live prospecting search because that's not what it was originally designed for. We, we were originally selling it in the enterprise space and I was using that tool for my own purposes to sell to the enterprise. And there was just so much concern over it uh, early on. And it's just, you know, but the decision was made and it's just like, God, there was just all these little decisions, but I mean, I, I mean, I'm, I'm sure Natasha would agree the channel success part of it is I think what has made us thrive and grow so quickly in the space. I mean, it, it's, it's, it's a combination of a lot of things, but it's right. the fact that people can reach out to all, like with so many of us that they can reach out to, it's not just, reaching out to Matt or Natasha, there's Dan, there's, there's Amelia, there's Jamie. There's so many people on our team that people actually know, like mm -hmm. personally. And I think that's made a world of difference. I mean, Natasha, I don't know. Yeah, no, I totally agree. And I think too, one of the things that definitely contributed to our growth and success was just a very singular focus. So we weren't, you know, all over the place, quick to kind of pivot and change things. And kind of, we really focused on, the core concept that, that Kevin and Matt came up with and then figured out a way, how do we just make our partners so successful at that piece of it? And then the yeah. growth kind of happens naturally in that way. Um, you know, so thinking about, you know, when I came on as channel success, when there were, there was no channel success program, you know, it was like, all right, it's not just about getting partners kind of onboarded in the platform and comfortable with the technology, but how can we actually help them sell and market? And that's where kind of everything has evolved from that concept. And it just sets us apart, I think, in the industry of just that true partner relationship. And it isn't just a vendor and a platform that, we're, that you know, MSPs are working with. It's a, a true team that's helping them beyond just, can I technically use this product? Yeah. And I was just going to add, you know, the raving fan aspect of it too. And I think this is applicable for an MSP that, you know, and I know a lot of MSPs get tons of referrals. Um, but that's also what played a huge part is we had early on partners who became fanatics for us and still continue to this day. And we got, you know, got so many referrals from them and that, that, uh, you know, the different peer groups, peer groups like yours as well. It's like, you know, you, you guys share what's working. Exactly. And, you know, and like the fact that, and I know we'll talk about this later, but the fact that we get on webinars with our partners, you know, if an MSP in your group shares that, hey, Natasha did this incredible presentation for my customers, well, guess what? Four other MSPs all of a sudden are reaching out to us because they want that type of service because that's not, there's a, you know, there's some vendors doing it, but not a lot. Yeah. So you, so let me highlight what I just heard, you know, your recipe success, you know, number one, I think was timing. You guys, uh, you know, hit the bell curve early uh, with, and then unique technology at the time. There's been a lot of copycats since then, but, you know, timing, technology, people, you highlighted the people, you know, yeah. Matt, I, I've worked with several people in your marketing team and your sales team. You guys are all over the place and uh, always had fantastic experiences with the people. So agree with you there. And then, and then something I think is really important I wanted to highlight, maybe talk a little bit more about was your approach. And it's, it's that channel approach. And it's not like you just sell something and then you move on to the next customer. You partner with them and help them become more successful. And that was one of the reasons why 
uh, I've followed you and, and we've been involved with uh, each other's companies the last couple of years through our peer group community. And what I've always appreciated was your approach and that you work closely and, and that we can use the technology really as a uh, first time meeting marketing campaign and get net new customers. I mean, that's what everybody's after. So, uh, you know, you're, you're very aggressive there. So maybe if you two could elaborate a little bit more on your sales enabling program, you know, what resources are available to the listeners? Yeah, Natasha, I'll let you kick that off. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So we've got um, a program called Powered Services, and this has evolved over the, the years. So if you are listening and you were a very early days ID agent partner, um, the marketing and sales collateral lived in our, our platform and was really easy to, to use. And now we've shifted into what has grown into this massive just sales and marketing enablement, as you said, just amazing resource for partners. So it's everything from, you know, internal sales training, scripts, voicemail scripts, email scripts, everything that you need in order to get out there and sell the solution. But then beyond that, kind of the external documents that you need. So things like you know, webinar templates, um, you know, pre-recorded video, graphics of the day that you can brand and, and post on social media. So giving kind of this start to finish plan for our partners to be able to get out there and start selling quickly, because I think we all know and have seen those solutions that you buy at a trade show because you were really excited about it. And then it sits on the shelf for three months because you just don't have the time to figure out how to market it and how to sell it. So our goal from day one was figuring out a way to take that off the plate of our partners and then, you know, kind of giving them that material. But then not only that, you've got a dedicated channel success manager that is your guide through this entire process. So everywhere from that day one onboarding to ongoing check-ins, even acting as, you know, manager and really working with, with our partners to make sure that kind of they're hitting the milestones that they need in order to be successful. Um, but you know, and it goes even as far as us jumping on sales calls, you know, co-hosting webinars, it's just, there's nothing, you know, or there are things that we won't do, but, um, I had to catch myself there, but you know, we'll do so much for our partners just to make sure that they're having success in whatever way we can help. Yeah. 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 And I was going to add, so, I mean, Natasha mentioned a couple of things. I'll just piggyback off of, I mean, something new that we've started adding and Dan just recorded one is just trainings, like trainings about, you know, yeah, you can call in and we can talk to you about how to do the live search, but sometimes you want to do it on your own hours. Right. So Dan now recorded a, a, a whole segment on how to talk to your customers using the live data search. And it, as he'll tell you, it's unscripted. So it's not, uh, you know, he's just talking to you in, in a real voice, like your cust- like you would be talking to your customer. So it's, right. it's not like a boring tra- training segment. Um, the accountability, I, you know, I'm on, well, we're normally on the road a lot and, you know, we get to hear from partners and we had an MSP partner stand up in front of a peer group and, and say, um, our channel success manager has held us accountable. And I love it because I don't never experience that where a vendor is calling me and saying, why aren't you doing, <laughs> why aren't you logging into the platform and getting all this stuff? And we've now made it so easy. I mean, now one click of a button, your logo is in every piece of collateral. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're trying to be creative. I mean, we just came out with a, a coloring book for like kids to learn cybersecurity as everybody's in you know, back <laughs> at, at home. And, and that's Love something it. you're going to hear us talk about is you have to be creative in, in how you're getting in front of your prospects and your customers right now. Um, and, you know, th- those are just little things that, the, that we're doing. Uh, but the team, 
it's unlike anything I've ever seen as far as uh, the, the amount of effort that goes into it. And look, every vendor, every MSP experiences churn with their customers. And a lot of it has to do with not utilizing the tools that we've provided. And I understand we're one of many vendors, uh, but the ones who are super successful, they're ones that are engaged with us. And I can tell you, this is, and this is the cool thing about the channel success team. We've had partners call with the kind of the, the impetus to, to cancel their contract because maybe it wasn't working for them at the, or they thought it wasn't working. And they, the channel success manager starts to ask a few questions and really gets to the heart of the issue. And then, I mean, we've had some of the most unbelievable turnaround stories from somebody that was, you know, ready to an end, end, end of the relationship. And then all of a sudden now they're having, they're selling it and they're using it as their, their, their main way to get into the door just from a few changes and suggestions and how they're, they're using, utilizing. And that's the cool thing with, because channel success managers hear success stories every day and we can relay those stories. There's no, no reason to reinvent the wheel. Yeah. Yeah, that's important to share those success stories. Absolutely. Absolutely. So one of the things I, I was going to ask you, you just hinted at it a minute ago, Matt, um, and it's one of the other recipes, you know, or ingredients in your recipe for success. It was kind of a preloaded question, but how many miles do you think you traveled in 2019? Oh, God. <laughs> I, was start, I was starting to keep track at the beginning of the year, and then I was like, I, this is too much. Yeah. I, I don't know how many miles. Yeah, I'm not good at like, because I, I have no idea how far things are in terms of miles. But like, um, I can tell you, I spoke in five different countries last year and probably spoke in 30 states, maybe, maybe not 30, but somewhere. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we were both around 50 events, which is a lot. Right. Yeah. Yeah. There was Australia twice, New Zealand. I did like five cities in Australia and New Zealand in two weeks. So it was a, whirlwind of speak in the morning, fly somewhere else at night, speak the Paris, next day. Paris, so Sweden, uh, London. And for, for the last few years, I mean, I see you guys everywhere. And I, I knew the answer to that. And it would have been okay if you just said a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I think I remember, you know, talking to you at one of, one of the events of ours and then uh, even seeing some social media posts about how many miles that you guys are, are out there. But when you've got a good thing like ID Agent, you know, you want to get out there and you need to market that. Yep. And that, that's one of my encouragements to the listeners uh, as you're, um, you know, struggling maybe this quarter to hit your numbers. You know, you've got to get out there and keep marketing and over communicating with your clients and your prospects because uh, a lot of your competitors are not marketing themselves. And again, I think that's one of the, the big assets that ID Agent brings to the table is they'll help you and give you great content. You guys have super content and, uh, uh, you can repurpose that content to communicate with your customers and prospects for sure. Yeah. And there's so many different ways to do it. I mean, I, I did one the other day where a partner, we basically, I mean, we, we, we did a, a long form webinar, but we did it. We designed it in a way where I was answering certain questions like in segments. Yep. So he's going to do a long form, but he's also going to, then going to do three minute videos. I've already seen him posted on LinkedIn. He actually had a production company around it. So it's, it's, per, it's really professional looking. Um, but then I even suggested, I was like, get them to transcribe everything we just did. And then you've got six to 10 blogs all from one piece of content. Yeah. Um, great. Yeah. And I would echo what you're saying. And, and Natasha can touch on this too, because she's talking to a lot of the partners right now. Um, you have to put yourself out there. I may have talked about this the other day, but, and it's hard. I, I know that like right now everybody's seeing 
yeah, all these MSPs are doing this right now. They're getting out there. They're talking on video. I'm just going to be one of many, but you have to, otherwise you're letting other MSPs be the voice in your network. Right. You have to be the voice. Um, you know, I don't know, Natasha, what you're saying on your end from that. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I think, you know, a message that, you know, I share with partners and especially the last couple of months, just kind of shifting into, what do we do now? And I think it's important to just remember that sales and marketing doesn't have to grind to a halt. It doesn't have to completely stop and you don't have to just completely put that on the back burner, but you do have to shift a little bit and you do have to course correct and, and change your messaging. And I think one of the things in powered services that we've done really well is giving partners that type of content that they can repurpose so that again, they don't have to come up with it on their own, but you know, it is that messaging around, you know, supportive selling and kind of consult more consultative than ever and really just giving their prospects and their current customers opportunities to add solutions on that makes sense right now and that they can show value. And I think when, you know, I'm jumping on webinars with partners and we're talking about, you know, what, what, a, what a compromise credential can lead to and how cyber criminals are taking advantage of that now more than ever because we're in this crazy vulnerable population you know, that helps that end user kind of have that light bulb moment where it's like, oh yeah, like when all my employees were sitting right next to me in the office, I didn't think I needed to care about that as much. But now that everyone is at home, it makes more sense. So, you know, really our mission on the channel success team has just been helping our partners craft that new message and that new outreach. But I totally agree with Matt. I mean, if you're not getting out there and getting creative and getting on camera and having that engagement, right. be one of many, but the alternative is to be, not out there at all. Um, so there's, you know, just risk to that. Yeah. Yeah. There's huge risk. If you let your, your customers listen to other, you know, competitors, you know, that's, uh, that's not going to help you at all. Yeah. It's, you know, I hate using this term, the new normal, but uh, you know, since we all can't get out at physical events and get face to face with clients uh, or at least in most States that's discouraged, you know, what else can we do? You know, the, the zoom video meetings, the, um, you know, the podcasts, um, you know, social media and recording video and sharing that on social media. It's, you know, a lot of our, our community and the mastermind group are doing those things very successfully. And, and Matt, you just said something too, and it was so nonchalant. I, I just want to highlight this. You know, one of the examples of, of the enablement that, that you guys do, I'm always constantly pushing people to create more campaigns and get themselves out there in market, right? And one of the pushbacks I have, oh, I'm not a good speaker. I don't have content. It takes too long to do a webinar. And it's like, well, we'll partner with ID agent. You know, they'll hop on a call and they'll help deliver the content for you. Uh, you know, partner with them. And, uh, you know, why don't, why don't you talk about that a little bit? You know, I know you guys frequently, and Natasha, you as well, that uh, you, you do webinars and you help, uh, you know, you help sell the technology, really. Yeah, I mean, and the, the great thing about it is we can do it in any which way you come up with. If you want us to present, if you want to intro us and let us do the presentation, we yeah. can do that. If you want us to be on there as ID agent, we can do that. If you want us to be on there as a, you know, a, an extension of your team, we'll do that. And, you know, it, I, I always like when the, when the partners are involved in terms of like, I, I just like more than one person speaking. I think it just, it, it's more engaging, but yeah, we've done it every which way. Um, and, and Natasha mentioned this. I mean, it, and it's not just 
for webinars. It's for video recordings that you want to do. Um, we do jump on sales calls. If you need us to be a subject matter expert on a sales call, I mean, I've shared the story. I'm sure Natasha's sick of hearing about it, but <laughs> and I, I closed a $15,000 deal. It was an enterprise deal for an MSP and they weren't even on the call. They just, we, we don't get on prospecting calls, but it was somebody that had a relationship. And they said, can you go through the platform with them? I said, sure. And this, this customer of theirs has renewed three years now. So they've made $45,000 off of, of one deal that they weren't actually even on the original call with. So yeah, that's awesome. Um, yeah. Yeah. The webinar piece. I mean, obviously we've seen this just increase over the last couple of months, but for me personally, it's one of my favorite things to do with partners. Um, I did one yesterday. I've got like six on the schedule for the next week, it seems. Um, but, you know, getting, you know, again, we've got the slide deck where we customize it related to, to the MSP and kind of what they're looking for, what they want that messaging to be. And, and I've seen it where the partner's like, hey, just, just do it. We trust you, deliver whatever content you think is relevant. And then on the flip side, I've seen, you know, someone has sent me, you know, a full outline and like, I need you to, you know, follow this kind of, this pattern. And that's totally fine too. Um, but what's great about it is, again, it, it helps the, the MSP kind of take a step back and focus on selling and focus on the follow-up and the actual engagement with the prospects and the current customers, rather than spending the time to build this deck, practice the content. You know, everyone is not a great public speaker. You know, not everyone can get out there and feel confident delivering an engaging presentation. So the ability for us to just take that off the plate and provide that, that relief for partners, especially right now, has just been amazing. And they're, they're taking advantage of it. I mean, we've, we had a partner just yesterday that I was on a webinar for, they had about 50 prospects on. We went through, you know, a really great session on just remote workforce security. And then I stayed on to answer questions and engage. And then the partner just cleaned up, you know, the partner is just able to then do all the follow-up, you know, give their free dark web scan as the, the kind of assessment or call to action there. So, you know, again, the more that we can do to help relieve some of that stress of having to craft that marketing message, the, you know, the better, because we're totally, we're just all in on being able to help partners in that way. That's awesome. That's awesome. So let me ask um, kind of one final uh you know, key topic. And we've been just talking about this now about success stories. I love the $45,000 example. Uh, you know, Matt, virtual high fives on that. That's great. Natasha, love what you just shared. But how, how um, if you were to maybe look at some of the best of the best uh, partners that you have, MSPs, and they had become a partner and integrated this in the business, what does that look like? You know, did they uh, did they add uh, ID agent in the stack and did they bolt it on? Did they change their pricing? Do they have it as a separate offering or did they integrate it in their uh, traditional MSP offering? Um, what, what, what does that look like? Go ahead, Natasha. Yeah. So I was going to, you know, we've seen kind of a full spectrum of ways that partners are implementing the solution. Mm -hmm. you know, and I talk about this on the road all the time, but the partners that, you know, truly I think are having the best success are the ones that are building it into their security stack and yeah. using some form of decline of service. You know, cybersecurity needs to be a priority. It has to be top of mind. So building out some type of security stack that is mandatory for your customers. Um, and, you know, we've got that template empowered services of a decline of service agreement 
but basically saying, look, this is required. And if you don't want to add, you know, X, Y, and Z on, you're going to have to sign this so that, you know, the liability is off of us in case, you know, if and when something does happen. So the partners that we see having the most success and the most quick success, because it's easy to roll that to kind of service out to your current customer base and then build from there. But, you know, building it in, making it part of the solution versus trying to sell it one off. Um, I think it's just a little bit of a longer tail to have success in, in that way. Yeah. And so, I mean, there's that side. And then again, we've, and we've touched a lot about this is the ones who, who leveraged the, the, the documents, all the stuff we're putting out there and, and us, um, you know, uh, Dan uh, Tomaszewski came out with this great concept. And I mean, we kind of laughed at him when he first came up with it, but it, I've actually heard directly from partners that have had a ton of success around it, which is this, you know, the CDC put out the 20 seconds, uh, you know, to wash your hands. He took that concept and said, you know, related to phishing simulations, like, let's look at spending 20 seconds of, you know, reviewing an email that you find suspicious. And some, you know, some MSPs have rolled with that marketing slick and really made it a subject to talk about. And it's, and it's gotten people's attention and they got, and the MSPs were getting feedback from their customers. Um, so, you know, being engaged with a lot of the stuff that we're doing uh, again, because we also have heard all the success stories already uh, and we're just resharing a lot of that information with you uh, is, is been, you know, a critical piece to, to what the MSPs, you know, the MSPs that are having success with us. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I think too, just to kind of piggyback, piggyback on that a little bit and, it seems kind of unnecessary to talk about it right now, but live events as well and partners that are, you know, using dark web ID to launch this series of events, whether it's a golf outing, a crawfish boil, we've seen kind of all sorts of things. Um, and then figuring out a way to conduct that virtually, of course, now, but, you know, taking advantage and just the confidence that we're able to see our partners have and the ability now to get up in front of a room in a lunch and learn or in a breakfast meeting and just deliver such a compelling presentation and content to their customers and prospects. I think it's just given them this kind of new, new lease on, on selling security and selling these solutions and not being afraid to get out there and, and really just put themselves out there in front of their customers and, and not be afraid of it. Yeah, and, and one last thing I'll add, and I know it sounds self-serving to say this, but I don't know, I mean, I get, there's a lot of things going on right now with COVID. But in terms of selling security, this is one of the greatest times ever to be having conversations around security because they're more dependent on an MSP than ever. And now MSPs, you know, and especially ones who maybe weren't as confident about speaking about security before, um, you know, how can any company not have 2FA that's going remote? How can you not have a baseline um, from phishing simulations and how can you not be doing security awareness training as we're going in and out of offices like this? Um, so I think it's a huge opportunity for MSPs to really have these security conversations, obviously have compliance conversations, um, but you guys have been deemed essential uh, workers and I think you need to take advantage of that stamp. Um, and I, you know, I think MSPs are just in an actually an incredible uh, place moving forward uh you know hopefully like you mentioned the new normal but hopefully there is a normal at some point and um things get you know start to shift but the remote's not going away um right. and and not, neither is the way some now businesses do business uh you know gyms and churches uh, those are the first two that just come to my mind you know are, are doing streaming all 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 the time now i guarantee you that 
the mom and pop gyms aren't going to stop doing that because there's people who don't, maybe they never felt comfortable going to a gym in the first place, nothing related to COVID-19, but now they have a new revenue stream, but guess what? They're going to need an MSP to help implement a lot of that stuff. Exactly. Yeah. And that's a great point. You know, the, the new normal, I just call it different. Things are going to be different moving forward and there's going to be new net opportunities for people to capitalize on and, and just think outside the box. Uh, so absolutely. That's a great point. Great point. So any, any final words of wisdom that you all want to share with the listeners? <laughs> um, I mean, I think, you know, one thing that I'll share, and this is a little cheesy and Matt will probably make fun of me, but <laughs> for, for our partners that are out there listening, just, you know, thank you for hanging in for, you know, obviously, you know, working with us for so long, but also just everything is, is so high stress and, and anxiety driven right now. And I think MSPs are really proving finally, you know, even though you, I didn't feel like you needed to do this before, but really proving how valuable their communities are and what they're doing for their businesses and, and the people they're supporting. So just a thank you just generally to MSPs out there. But, you know, if you are a partner and you've not utilized Powered Services or, or our team, please, please reach out to me so we can get you set up. Um, you know, as I've mentioned several times now, let us take it off of your plate because we're here ready and waiting to, to support you in any way that we can. Okay. Yeah, I would almost echo the last part, which is like, please get us on webinars with you. Take advantage of it. It's an incredible program we have. And by the way, we're not the only vendor who does that. There's a few out there. And sometimes you can actually combine us into a, a really great segment. We've done it with, and, and, and you know, we're under the Kaseya umbrella and there's a lot of different companies that are competitive from the highest level, but that doesn't mean you can't put ID agent with another vendor who's competitive technically with Kaseya or whatever. Um, it's your webinar. It's not ours. So uh, do that. We've had incredible webinars with other vendors because it's just rich with, uh, with data and information. And, uh, and yeah, we, we sell through education. We help you do that. And it's, that's, that's the key right now is it's, selling through education. Yeah, exactly. Awesome. Okay. Well, good news. You guys, thank you. How, how can people get a hold of you? What's the easiest way to, to connect with, with you all? Uh, so idagent.com is probably the easiest way. And I think there's a, a button to press for to become a partner, which if you do that, it's, it's really setting up a demo. Um, that's, that's the easiest way to, to get in touch with us. All right. Fantastic. Great. Natasha, Matt, thank you so much for being on the on the podcast today. You guys have a, a great rest of the week and we'll talk soon. Yeah, All awesome. Right. Thank you for thank having you. us. All right, you bet. Thanks, Take care, you. everybody. All right, thank you. Thank you for tuning in to the SMB Community Podcast. If you found this useful, interesting, or fun, please subscribe, share with your friends, and give us a thumbs up on your favorite social media. Please check out the show notes at smbcommunitypodcast.com and give us your feedback.